I say he's so sweet, Cook, I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She, she lick me like a lollipop. What's up, what's up, what's up, gang, 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 gang. Thank y'all so much for being here and for tuning in to Lick the Rapper Podcast with your host, Imani Blair. It's just me today. Nobody. No fucking body. Because you know why? Because last episode, I'm sure y'all could hear how pissed off I was, um, especially near the end. Like, that was not entertainment. I was really, really irritated. I really need a woman. I need another woman voice on the show more often. Like, okay, you know, I have other podcasters on sometimes, but a lot of the times it's just me and my boyfriend and our roommate, which they're both men and they're fucking men. So that tells you all you need to know about their mindset about shit. And sometimes I just be wanting another woman here just, you know, to bounce ideas off and just more feminine energy. So I am manifesting a dope woman co-host that can come on sometimes not every single week but you know just sometimes when we all chilling just to get another woman point of view um the fem the um female conversation got on my nerves and i don't know everything just got on my nerves but i have to come clean to you guys about something and i think that's why my content for me, hasn't been feeling that impactful because I'm not being completely transparent with where I am exactly right now and what I've been going through. And that's why it's been feeling off to me. It's just been feeling kind of fake. So this um, episode, I just kind of want to talk to you guys about something I've been going through the past three weeks. Oh, four, actually. Yesterday is four weeks. I had a Brazilian butt lift last month um and after i signed the deal right like we were just thinking about concepts and music and videos and pictures and i just hated my body i hated it i always have hated it i went to atlanta um i moved to atlanta years ago got a personal trainer it was the smallest i'd ever been and i hated my body then i had no shape like, I was, like, two pounds. I look like a little-ass girl, you know? But then when I gain weight and I get booty and hips and thighs, my stomach is humongous. So the only option to get the body that I want is to kind of reshape my body. Because when I used to look into the mirror, it felt like I was straight up and down. But I really just wanted hips. Not I always I had a big booty, you know. I just wanted more hips and a curve and a tight little waist, you know. And they gave me exactly that. They sucked all of the fat out of my stomach and back, upper back, and they put a lot of it in my hips, a little bit in my booty. <laughs> but my shape is like perfect. I mean, I'm very satisfied with my results. I'm happy with my results, but it has caused like a rift in my life. It's so crazy because when cel- when celebrities talk about getting plastic surgery, getting lipo, getting a BBL, they make it sound like it's nothing. Like, you know, like you hear celebrities get these these surgeries, they get their face done, they and it's like, it, it's not, you know, like, I don't really hear how traumatic this shit really is. But this is, is some traumatic shit. It is painful. It is not a joke at all. 
Um, okay, so I went to Miami to get it done. No, it was not Dr. Miami. That's Everybody thinks that he is the only doctor in the world. It's a, a billion gazillion surgeries. It's just in Florida, they're cheaper. You know, that's why people go to Miami to get their body done because they're cheaper. But if you are interested in getting plastic surgery, I would recommend going to a surgeon that's board certified for sure, you know, and doing your research on your surgeon. Some surgeons are really good at booties, not good at hips. Really, really good at lipo, maybe not, doesn't do a lot of booty. You know, really good at titties, maybe not that good at lipo. So, like, really research exactly what you want for your body. Because what I might need for my body and what another woman would need for her body is two different things. So, for sure, go do your research. But, um... I don't, I don't want to say I regret it because I love my body. And I know that when I'm completely healed, I feel a lot better. But the recovery has been no joke. I have been in so much pain and it's caused a lot of turmoil in my relationship. I mean, it, to be very transparent with y'all, like, I have been miserable. Just touching, just touching what any of the lipo is, like, around your stomach is so fucking sore and fucking painful. And then it itches. Like, I don't know, like, if you've ever been through trauma, if you had surgery before, the itching is excruciating. It's like a burning itching all the time. I you So you, all I do is pop Benadryls all day, which makes me tired and unproductive as fuck. But that's the only way I can survive is off the fucking Benadryl. Because it's so painful. And like the first night, literally it feels like you're bleeding to death. Like you're just laying. <laughs> oh God, it sounds so traumatic. But it is. I mean, they're literally stabbing you constantly in the fucking stomach over and over and over again. And like... I really, you know, just for the young girls listening to this, I just want to make it clear how serious this is. It's major surgery. It's not like, oh, I'm just getting my... Like, I thought, like, okay, I'm going to go down there, get my body done, come back, do a video. Whew, a video, y'all. I'm trying, still trying to drive, okay? Much less do a whole video right now. And then another thing they don't tell you, when you come off of the surgery table... Your body is not going to look exactly how you want it yet. Like, you're going to be bruised. You're going to be super swollen. You're going to have a lot of fluid inside of your body. So, like, all of that stuff kind of has to cool off, cool down. So, a lot of people are like, well, when will you be healed? So, like, right now I'm four weeks post-op. But they said that I can start working out at six weeks. And to me, that's... That is a sign of you're healed when you can go to the gym and, you know, put all that strain on your body. So I'm going to say six weeks, but to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to be ready in six weeks because I'm still so miserable. I really, truly am miserable, y'all. Like, I, it's hard getting on here and trying to have sex talk and making y'all laugh and talk about sex when I'm not having any, to be honest. Um... I just haven't been feeling good. I haven't been feeling like myself. I've been ducked the fuck off. I haven't posted on Instagram in decades. The WAP freestyle is literally the last thing I've posted. <laughs> I've just been... Um, I don't want to complain because I know I chose to get the surgery, but 
I just want to really kind of touch, just keep telling y'all how traumatic it really truly was for me. My body, A1. Like for the first time, I've looked in the mirror and I said, wow, I love my body. So I'm enjoying that. Today I went to the store and got some cute little outfits. You know, I'm finally in the process where I can start trying on stuff. Because when you first get your body done, you have to wear a compression garment for a month straight. Like, you you know, of course you're taking it off, you're washing it, you jumping in the shower, of course. So you see your body, but of course, like I said, y'all, it's still swollen and it's still fluid. So like a lot of girls get off the table and they're like, oh yes, my ass is perfect. But what they don't know is that you lose 30% of fat in like in your cuz most of it is just swelling. So you're going to lose a lot of that fat. Um so the the body that you have like coming right off the table is not the body you're going to end up with. Your body goes through a lot of changes. The healthier you eat, like right now I'm trying to drink a gallon of water a day, eating super healthy to keep my sodium down because the more sodium you have in your body, the more swollen you're going to be during surgery. I mean, you're going to be during your recovery. And being swollen during recovery fucking sucks. It hurts. It's hard to like walk. It's hard to move around. Y'all, it's no joke. It's no joke. Um, so just pray for me. I broke down crying several times. Because <laughs> I'm just so miserable. Um, yeah, it's been tough. Pray for my boyfriend. It's been, um, he, I mean, he's super supportive of what I'm going through, but I don't know. I think I'm just so unhappy that, you know, it has affected our relationship, unfortunately. And, um, I definitely recognize that, but at the same time, I can't control how I feel and I'm not like, just, I'm not the happiest person right now. And that fucking sucks. It really, really does. Um, but I have to be honest. I have to be transparent with y'all, especially. Like, that shit is so corny. Getting on here and pretending that life is just so easy and so good all the time. No. It's hard. Thank God my body is not botched. It's, you know, most people are so scared of being put to sleep. Like, you don't even know. You don't know anything. <laughs> like you're just breathing, and then the next thing you know, you're you're waking up out of surgery. Like you know that that actual the process of the actual surgery is not difficult. You know it. It's 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 just I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy because you know I look at little girls. I look at you know one day I, I want to have a daughter and. I would never, ever recommend one of my little cousins or, like, my future daughter to get fucking plastic surgery. I would never want them to do that. I I would never want them to do that. But it's I'm a walking contradiction because I literally just went and did exactly that. Um, (laughs) What do you say to that, you know? That's kind of um, sad. That's kind of scary. That I would put myself through that, but I wouldn't put my daughter through that. Why don't I love myself as much as I, you know? Whew. That's some deep shit. That's some deep shit. But, like, I'm trying to work through it because I don't want to put these insecurities 
on my future child. Or you know, I mean that sucks. Like now girls looking up to me, if they compliment me on my body, I feel like I have to tell everybody it's fake. Cause I I don't want to give anybody any false hope for what their shape can be like. You know, oh, I'm gonna get in the gym. No, no, like that's false hope, you know? Um, I just I want to keep it real, but I also want to be comfortable and sexy and love my body. And I don't know, this world just puts us in such a weird place as women. Ugh, you know? And y'all are probably like, nope, ain't nobody tell you you had to do it. But I felt like I, I had to do it. I feel like to be successful in the music industry, you have to look a certain way as a woman when you make a certain type of music. I do. And y'all can come up here and argue me down, but I I fucking do. You know, I feel like I've been told that. Literally, people who could have changed my life in the music industry has told me if your body was different, things would be different. You know? Okay, so maybe I'm weak for just falling for it, but I mean, what other choice do I have? You know, I'm living in this fucking world too, trying to figure it out. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So like I said, y'all, pray for me. I am still in recovery. But um, shout out to Dion at Divine Body and Spa. She's been doing my lymphatic massages, um, post-op care. And that's another thing they don't tell you. When you get lipo done, a 360 lipo, you have to get massages. They have to massage that fluid out. So I have to get at least two massages a week with Dion to like get the fluid out it's it's no joke <laughs> I keep saying that but it really is not I also I love my body a lot of people want to know does your booty hurt does your hips hurt no not at all the only thing that hurts is the lipo um I will say though I've I've started driving now because I'm four weeks you can like drive you can sit for a little while after four weeks and um if I sit for like longer than like 15 or 20 minutes, I do feel a little burning sensation in my hips and my booty, but it's nothing, it's nothing like the lipo. The lipo is ridiculous, y'all. And it feels like you're burning. And then after doing research, you do learn that the, the some women do have lipo burn. The more aggressive they are with the lipo, like, so, yeah, so if they do a really good job, which my surgeon did a great job on my lipo, but it still fucking burns and it itches and it hurts and all that good stuff. And the Benadryl just makes me fucking drowsy as fuck. And sex, y'all, it's, it's rough. Okay, so like, okay, didn't have sex for forever. Because mind you, first I was in Florida for a whole week doing the surgery and so my boo was here, not getting none. And then I came back from the surgery, recovered for about two weeks, you know. And he's like, okay, so it's been three weeks. So what we finna do? So we tried to do it from the back. I mean, we not tried. I mean, we did it from the back. But it's just scary, you know. I'm scared to, like, throw it back. I don't know. Like, I don't want my booty. I don't want a dent in my booty. Because <laughs> when you're recovering, you know, if... I can't explain how it feels, but it's like you have a new body. So it's just numb. It's sore. It's It just feels weird, you know? And um, 
just having my booty bounce against something right now feels odd. But, I mean, we trying. <laughs> I feel like I'm just being the worst girlfriend and just the worst, wackest person ever these days. But, like, I just can't fade it, y'all. I can't. Like, everybody needs fucking time sometimes, you know? And, like, look, I'm just on here venting. Hi. Hold on. Let me hit this bowl real quick and then I'm going to keep going. I'm back. Okay, yeah. Everybody needs time. And I feel like <clears throat> the reason relationships sometimes are difficult is because you are sharing lives with somebody. You know, when you've been in a relationship for a long time, it's been five years with us. Our lives are very intertwined at this point. So I can't take a break from being a girlfriend. Or maybe, I don't know. Like... Because some people do run their relationships like that. But, like, just because I'm not feeling good, you, I still have to be a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Four weeks of not, of not being nice to somebody, four weeks of not fucking somebody, four weeks of not paying nobody no mind, that shit builds up. So it's like I still feel the responsibility of being, you know, someone's girlfriend. The same way I'm sure he feels the responsibility to be my boyfriend. So that's the thing about relationships, you know, I can't just, oh, I got my body done, I'm not feeling good, so I'm going to take off from this relationship for a few weeks. It just um, doesn't sound realistic just for the way our lives work, you know. I don't know how that works out when you live with somebody. <laughs> oh, man, they always say don't move in until you get married, and then we're like, oh, no, we're going to do what we want, and then end up in dumb situations like getting body done getting surgery getting surgery done and then somebody wanting to fuck you like oh my god he's trying to he's literally like oh my god i want to smack your ass so bad i'm like i come back he's rubbing my booty you're not supposed to rub your booty when you get a bbl like you're supposed to not touch it he wants to rub it like nigga <laughs> Like, I paid good money for this booty. I don't want a dent in it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to definitely go into more detail about plastic surgery because what a lot of y'all don't know is I had my boobs done. Um, five, Six years ago, when I was 20 years old, I actually had a breast augmentation. So I have a lot of stories about surgery and um, I know a lot of girls are interested in getting their bodies done. It's definitely becoming more popular. But I, I, I mean, I don't want to say I don't recommend it because I love my body now. But it's not something you should take lightly. It is very serious. It's life-changing. It's traumatic. Um, it's all of those things. But yes, I definitely will do more of a deep dive about deep dive about um plastic surgery but um yes um if y'all want to show me some love if you're listening to this right now I would I would love it I really really want to kind of learn and know who my listeners are guys so if you if you enjoy my podcast hit me up on Instagram at Imani Blair on Instagram and just send me a DM or a comment or you can email me if you want lick the rapper pod at gmail.com 
And just let me know, yo, I'm a listener and I fuck with the podcast. Like, I be seeing the numbers, but I be wanting, you know, to connect with you guys. Also, if you're interested in plastic surgery, you can ask me any questions. I pretty much, you know, I know a lot. of. I got my boobs done and now I got a BBL. So, I do know a lot. So, yeah. Um, so, moving on. Fucking Kanye West is on a rampage. He put a Grammy in the toilet and peed in it, which I appreciated that a lot because the Grammys is racist and the Grammys is not what we thought it was growing up. Like growing up, man, my dream was to win a Grammy or I wanted to be an EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. And then it's like the more you learn, sadly, you learn that the people in those positions to give you those awards are the white people that want you to tap dance for them. And winning the award doesn't always mean you were necessarily the best. And that's what, that that's what, you know, bothers me. It's like when you see Beyonce losing to Adele, like Lemonade losing to, was it 25, 23, or Nipsey losing to Cardi, you know what I'm saying? Like, um... Kendrick losing to Malcolm Moore like just some things in the Grammys were just like so unforgivable to me that I just don't care about them no more and it's dope to see an artist like Kanye fucking peeing in his Grammy you know I love how Kanye is just um it's like I don't what okay let me take that back Kanye clearly has mental illness and he needs help so I don't love that for his family but I do love somebody who does not give a shit and, like, I'm just going to do and say what the fuck I want. Because that is one thing about his mental illness is making him do what the fuck he wants. Now, he put all of those contracts up on Twitter, which, y'all, I just signed a fucking deal myself. There's so many things illegal with what he did. Like, they're going to sue the fuck out of him. For him to put up these contracts that he signed NDAs for, like, they, that is, I, I can't, I, I mean, I mean, he's a billionaire, so I guess he has it, but why even fucking play with them? Because guess what? Universal has it too. Yeah, Kanye, but Universal fucking has that money too. So... Kanye West, he's on the independent thing, you know, let me out my deal, we're all slaves, blah, say, blah, and I'm not saying that to say what he's saying is not right. Yes, Kanye, absolutely. The music industry is extremely predatory. Listen to Lick the Rapper if you want to learn more. Kanye, yes, the industry is extremely predatory. We know, like, you're not telling us anything new. The Twitter line is going off, like, like we're just like we're hearing new information. I'm confused. New edition should have taught us that TLC. Like these stories have been told over and over and over again. So um, I don't really know what we're gonna do with this information that's not new. We just saw Meg Thee Stallion go through the exact same thing. I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's literally the contract. It's like, we're going to give you $2 million up front, and then we owe you for the rest of your life. And then they want to say that's slavery. No, that's not slavery. Slaves didn't get $2 million up front. (laughs) Slaves ain't get shit. So, 
That's just how I feel about the Kanye West shit. I just feel like it's you're not telling us anything that we don't know. Russ has been preaching it on every podcast he done been on, every interview. Fucking Nipsey Hussle has preached it every chance he got. The game is to be sold, not told. <laughs> so, if you don't want to be a slave, if you don't want a predatory relationship with a you know major label, if you want to sign your masters, that's mean it's going to be the longer road, it's going to be the harder road. But hey, if you if you take that two million dollars from that label, then you know what fucking time it is, and you know what you signed up for. So I mean, that's just how my feelings about that. I love you, and I'm gonna let you finish. But do not call <laughs> women females. <laughs> um, you gonna say sorry since you want to get on the mic? You do owe them an apology. I know that's why I'm looking at you crazy. Like you ain't want me on the pod no more, but um. Yeah, I'm sorry to all the women listeners out there. Um, didn't mean to offend any of y'all. I don't use the word female. I was just ignorant to, you know, the word. Because when I did hear it, it was in school and people would say male, female. But that's besides the point. I am sorry, women out there. Mm-hmm. Y'all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah. Is there any other apologies you would like to make publicly? Um, for your behavior on last see. episode? <laughs> I apologize to you too. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, was, I was kind of reckless. Okay. Talking, you know, um, I love you again. I love you too. Um, yeah, so it's pretty much it. I think uh, God got me back in the way for talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, continue on with y'all program that was just a little message for me thank you thank you what a nice interruption (laughs) um yeah so okay female i'm gonna put a little clip in here um something we all did our research on the word female you know and thank you claire Shout out Relationships Podcast. Claire sent me a um, video, an interesting, informative video about the word female. So I'm going to put a little clip in here for you guys right now. Well, the first and most obvious reason why we should stop referring to women as females is because it's grammatically awkward. So, for instance, if you're saying there are 16 black female journalists over there, black and female are adjectives to describe journalists, which is a noun. And in that instance, it's fine. But if you're saying females always be tripping, you could be talking about female centipedes, female whales, female raccoons, female cockroaches. What are you talking about? If you're referring to women, there is already a word for women, and that is women. If you're referring to a female human being who is not yet a woman, then there's a word for that, girl. So before we get out, I um, kind of want to touch on the Joe Budden and Charlemagne beef, their feud, the going back and forth. I am a big fan of both of them. I consume both of their content on a regular. I've learned a lot from both of them. And um, it's it, they're, it, they're literally, they're coming from the same place. They're just doing it two different ways. Whereas 
Charlemagne doesn't mind, you know, partnering with a big brand and making something happen. Whereas Joe Budden just wants to be completely independent and do it all himself. That's literally the only difference. But if if Charlemagne is putting other black people on and giving people bags and they're part owners, that's another thing that's ignorant. Like, Joe Budden is trying to act like since Charlemagne doesn't own 100% of the Black Effect podcast network, then he's not an owner at all. That's not a fact. Charlemagne is a partner, the same way the people that he signed are partners. They are partners with iHeartMedia. One day when I sign a major record deal, I will be partners. I will not be signed to a record label. I'm going to partner with them. That's a difference. You can't move to the next step without... A major backing you. And I understand, hey, maybe we do have the pool, but we don't have that money yet. You know, these company these corporations have hundreds of millions of dollars. We we don't have that. Charlemagne couldn't have paid 85 South, South Show and and um, dream cha- drink chance and um horrible decisions out of his own pocket. No, they, you know, they were able to get these dope deals and they all still own their podcast. And hey, I think it's super dope. Shout out fucking Charlemagne the God. That shit's sweet as fuck. I don't know if we talked about it on the last episode or not, but listen, I got a dope lit podcast if you want to check me out. Also, No Jumper. I see you looking for a host because he just had to cancel Thought Next Door. Already fucking canceled. Um, they both use the N-word on a regular. I mean, I know I can say nigga, but still, like, they both use that shit. Fucking, that Eliza girl said it in her text messages to Trey Songs, and he didn't even check her. And you supposed to be Virginia finest, like, coming out here doing all that Black Lives Matter stuff. White girl call you a nigger, and you didn't even check her about it, so. <sighs> Anywho. Yeah. They're canceled, so um, I am definitely shopping. Lick the Rapper Pod. I need that check, honey. <laughs> That's on period. But before I wrap up and let y'all go, I want to remind y'all to leave me a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app. I'm not fucking kidding, okay? Go to the Apple Podcast app. Type in Lick the Rapper, okay? And then go and give me five stars and leave a nice review. Is it too much to ask for? Okay. (laughs) It cannot be. I'm trying to get them numbers up. I'm about to start stealing um, iPhones out of people's hands. Like, goddamn, help a bitch out. Okay. All right. Well, um, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode if you think that you could be a good co-host if you are a woman if you're smart if you love hip-hop if you like talking about sex if you're funny you know shit I'll give it a try you know I just definitely if you want to try it out come on let's do it you know let's do an episode let's if it's good I'll put it up if people fuck with you you can come back I'm really you know looking for a group I'm looking for a team Also, producers, if you listen to this podcast and you are a producer, I am working on something really serious that I really need production on ASAP. 
No Rocky, okay? If you are a producer, hit me up. If you are just a regular ass person listening to this podcast right now, hit me up on Instagram. I want to know who you are. All right. Well, I love you guys Um, to the bottom, from the bottom of my heart. For real, for real. I love you guys. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for supporting. And as always, this has been another episode of Lick the Rapper Pod. Okay, the mama had a swag like mine. She even wear a herd on her back like mine. I make her feel right when it's wrong like mine. Man, she never had a love like mine. But man, I ain't never seen an ass like her. That pussy in my mouth had me lost for words. So I told her back it up like burp. Burp. And I made that ass jump like jerk, jerk, <laughs> yeah. and that's when she, 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 she licked me like a lollipop.